Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome. Welcome to episode seven. We have made it seven episodes. We have been picked up for another season by the network to FM 99's only WWE wrestling related podcast. Eat, sleep, podcast, repeat. I am Eric, your host and MC for the evening. Try the veal to my left, Sean Hood, our traffic extraordinaire reporter. That's me. And man who says words in the right order. I usually kind of, sort of. <laughs> My talk is fantastic. And to the right of me, Dave Sugar Teats Taylor on morning duty this week. So yeah. it's a very special recorded earlier than normal episode. <laughs> so we seem out of it. Now you know why. <laughs> Especially yeah. Dave. Yeah, no nap yet. So. Oh, I'm so oh, sorry, man. Yeah. And we are on episode seven, which makes it uh, the second season because we do crappy short seasons like Game of Thrones now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, all of us survived. We did. Yeah. Uh. No eliminations, you know. Uh, no. uh, <laughs> Not yet, which means there's one coming. Uh, if you didn't know, one of the producers of this program is George R.R. R. Martin. Oh, man. So at some point, one or all of us will be dead. Probably in the middle of this one. It's very possible it'll happen. It's an off week. There's no pay-per-view to uh, to sum up or to preview yet, uh, even though we are slowly getting our SummerSlam matches all in a yeah. line. Yeah, they're um, starting, to, starting to shape up. But uh, it's that's going to be a four-hour one, isn't it? Oh, for sure. That'll be like, uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. WrestleMania. Uh, this is one of those weeks that we tell you about when we say, hey, send us your questions, your topics, your Please. anything, <laughs> so that we can, these weeks we Desperate. have time to actually delve into the things you guys send us, as opposed to other weeks where we kind of have to do it rapid fire. Um, <laughs> so remember, you can do all of that at like facebook.com slash ESPR99, at Twitter, ESPR, Twitter at ESPR99, you can email us ESPR at FM99.com. And I think that's everything, isn't it? Uh, yeah, we do accept messenger pigeons, but we will not feed them or send them back. No, no. we're hungry and they're staying. They're ours. Um, yeah, and you can also go to FM99.com under the media tab, ESPR right there. You can get to our SoundCloud, which is where we really need you to go. Listen to all of our episodes. We've got our previous ones right there. You can subscribe, like, share, love, please. Fondle, mm. I don't know, something. Yeah, give it a rub. Yeah, give it a good rub. Mm. Rub down to some Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. All right, well, that needs to never happen again. Yeah. Yes, yes. Hey, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sean has topics. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna rapid fire them, though. Or, or we no, do, we'll we, do whatever we want. We do have one here. Uh, I, I know Dave is familiar with this as well. I think you're a little less familiar mm -hmm. with the broken characters of the Hardys. Right. I tried to watch the final deletion. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. just... Weird. I, I want to like it. I want to. Right. But I did not. <laughs> but I did not. Uh, it's one of those things that I feel like it, it's, it's, you're in that crowd. It either works for you or it doesn't. I appreciate it. I respect the hell out of them doing it. Right. And I wouldn't mind seeing it. Right. With more production behind it. But the fact that it had no production, like budget before is the, part of the charm. Right. And that's part of the problem. Would it be the same if they managed to get these characters? Let's just tackle this for a second. If they managed to get these characters and bring them to the WWE, would it even be close to as charming? Well, you know, it's it's gonna be, it's gonna be new to a lot of people. I mean, I mean, obviously, there's the hardcores that are gonna be familiar with that, but yeah. and a lot of obviously the delete chance and everything that's going on, and maybe some people, you know, who are not new to the Hardys, you know, for this time around, mm -hmm. may not know what what is going on with that. So, uh, you know, you give it a shot, see if it works. I mean, I mean, because what else can you do with them right now? I mean, they've done a lot of stuff. Like they're not stale right now, but well, you know, why not lead them into that direction and see what happens? I mean, if it takes off, it's great, and if it doesn't work, then you know, you do something else. Just another in a long list of failed gimmicks that didn't come up with, that Vince didn't come up with, so he didn't put all all the effort behind it. Is that yeah. part of the reason? Like maybe he wouldn't want to though, because because I've heard that if it's not his idea, he tends not to care. Yep. 
So yeah. that's why he's usually not a big fan of the guys who make themselves famous before they get there. Because it had nothing to do with him, so he doesn't feel like it's his. So here, let me give you a stupider name just yeah. to punish you for doing well on your own. Yeah. Well, uh, the fashion police. Okay, that that is something that has these these weird little segments and stuff. Yeah. And the production on that is... You know, choppy because I, I think that's Crappy, the, the, yeah. the point of that. But <laughs> but well, you know, if we get the broken characters, is it going to be the same kind of thing like like that, or is it going to be closer to what it was before? Well, I think, in all honesty, I think they t- they kind of tested those waters out when they did the New Day and the Wyatt family on the Wyatt family compound. That's exactly what they were going. Very for. similar feel. I mean, almost it, with the exception of the cheesiness, mm-hmm. they dialed down the cheesiness, and but the production they was pretty much look, the same. Yeah, made it look scary. And actually. even then, the uh, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton in the House of Horrors oh, or whatever it was a terrible yeah. match, but similar idea again. The quality, you the take angles. That, back. that was the boiler I, room brawl for our generation. I, I, God, <laughs> even generation. though the boiler room brawl was already the boiler room brawl for our generation. Yeah. My point stands. Yeah, it, it on one limpy leg, but the. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. For me, it is it even worth trying to get them at this point? They seem to be. I'm enjoying their matches and everything they're doing now. Mm-hmm. I don't. Unlike the the Dudley boys faltered when they came back. There was nothing really for them. They didn't have a really good solid feud that people got behind. Sure. And the problem with the Hardy boy or not the Hardy boys, the Dudley boys is that I don't know. You kind of expect a certain thing from the Dudley boys. Like those matches kind of need to be a little. I don't even need to say hardcore, but just I don't know, hard hitting, really mm-hmm. intense. Like like they need to be hitting people. And it just never felt that way just when they came back. Tables, yeah. Well, but but I I thought their feud with the New Day was great. So I thought they don't w- respect furniture because because I thought what they did with the New Day did elevate them at some point because it wasn't too long after that when the New Day eventually became good guys again, right? Because because when they had the feud with uh, with uh, Sheamus and and uh, the and Rusev and all them when they finally had that, which yeah, it was a terrible match here at WrestleMania, but it helped them get in that direction where I think people. You know, didn't like him for a while. Then all of a sudden, it's like, hey, these guys are kind of cool. And then, yeah, that changed. I mean, that's true. But I just, I don't know. The, the but the, they lost a lot. The I mean, Dudley's, that's another thing. They came back and they seemed like just another tag team immediately. I think one of the keys for the Hardys was they came back and won the titles immediately. Yeah, yeah. So it reasserted them as the top of the tag team division, and I think that was smart on their part. I don't feel like they need the broken characters. No. Um, there has been talk about some legal stuff. Are the Hardys considering legal action against Global Force Wrestling? Because yes, that's now what they call themselves over there. Um, Consistency with your branding is really gonna. It's really what helps you. I, you know, <laughs> there's been nothing consistent about that program except for the fact that it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I used to be a fan way back sure. once upon a time, and they have just they have done everything they can to drive me away. But um, it's one of those things that. Would it be worth even the effort of fighting that? When I I saw something the other day, the the it was after the Hardy Boys match the other night. Actually, they they did a promo. Uh, it might have just been online, but either way, Matt refers to them as being awoken. Ah, is it possible that we get awoken oh instead of broken? Uh, yeah, and I mean, really, does the name matter? If you if you mm. can get away because they've still they've been doing the delete, they've been doing obsolete, they've been doing all this stuff. Yeah. If they can get away with the same thing, does it matter if we call them broken? Yes, it should. Right. <laughs> it's not going to, and it's never going to stop Vince. Right. Well, well, think of, you know, 20 years ago when when the, you know, the Outsiders and, and Kevin Nash and Scott Hall showed up, and then there was, you know, the uh, some lawsuits and stuff. Or maybe right. Some, you know, it was, because they were, it's a similarity. It's, the, oh, it's the same characters. Well, they said they were, they kind of teased that they were still there under WWF contract. Yeah. Which was not the case in WWF. Obviously, like you said, took some legal steps to make sure that would stop. Because um, they, they wanted to kill the angle. 
because that was why people were so excited was because people were like, wait, are these guys just... I thought it was real. Yeah, exactly. Until Hogan. I thought it was real. Absolutely. And then I was just like, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got minute. worked into a Mark shoot, brother. You did, brother. <laughs> it was I hate great, this. though. It was great. It was amazing. Um, it's one of those things that, like, I don't know. I, this all feels like we've waited so long. I don't feel like even if they got to do it, even if they called it Awoken or something, mm. I don't feel like it would pay off in the long run. I just feel like you just need to let it go. Just come up with solid plans. I don't feel like WWE is even really all that worried about it. I feel like it's the Hardys that are really pushing in the fans. Yeah. Mm. And I feel like at some point, if the fans realize it's never coming, they're going to sour on the Hardys. But what what if... If that's hint, like the tag team's gonna split up over the, over time, but they had great singles careers in the WWE prior to this. Uh, is, but what if you know Matt goes single again? Is there, or Jeff? Is it gonna be maybe that comes back that way? Right. Um, it if, could be if they continue to tease it, and it like people will continue to wait for it. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. Even if it even if they've already said, nah, we're never gonna do well, it. Well, hey, you don't even have to tease it because I mean, look how how much people still think CM Punk's coming back every other month. <laughs> yep. Every time <laughs> they're in Chicago, every, whether in the Chicago, whether when it's every WrestleMania, every Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's gonna be oh, CM Punk's coming back. There's no reason to think that no. none whatsoever. No, as long as Hunter is around. Yeah, he did. And and then it gets to the point. I can't believe he didn't come back because he doesn't work there. He's doing other things. Yeah, he doesn't (laughs) want to work there. How do you not get this? Um, When frankly, it's not a big deal that he's gone. I mean, he's doing his thing and they're doing fine without him. Yeah. Um, I just think that I think you're right, Dave. I think they split him at some point. If Matt wants to keep doing his ish version of that character, it might be able to work for him. Jeff doesn't need it. Jeff can move on. Jeff's always been popular with the fans. He yeah. kids love him. Uh, he's got an exciting. Well, it's a little less exciting these days. <laughs> it's kind of it's hmm, whisper whisper in the geriatric ward uh, is not father so exciting. time wins every time. He and sure does. <laughs> he is not. It is not exciting. I'm just going to say that. Well, you know, when you spend a decade addicted to painkillers, you're going to stop doing the things that hurt you that much. No, for sure. But he even still, I don't blame him. He even still does some of those things. Yeah, he just does them so slowly now. And again, age. And that's, that's the crazy thing. Because I watch Matt move in the ring, and I'm like, oh, oh, you he's slower than Jericho now. Matt, Matt's bow legs. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. Like, what happened to him that made that that Rickets, way? man. Lack of sunlight. I guess. Well, you and I are in danger then. Nah, we're good. But <laughs> The walk to and from our cars every day is enough. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. You know, the sheer fact that Matt's actually physically active all the time. You know, that yeah, has totally. nothing to do with it. Nah, we're good. But I think, I, I at least for me, I don't see the necessity for the characters. I feel like there's a way to go by without them. I don't feel like we need yeah. them. Is that how you guys feel? They can tease them forever, and people will still believe it, and I, I that that will work. Okay. I'll take know. them either way. Either way. You know, it'd be great if we had it, because I, I could see it in full WWE production, and hopefully Vince will support it. Right. Well, speaking of things that uh, you can take or not, because that's everything, Um, we got well an incredible match last night on free television that I can't believe we got for for absolutely yeah. free with right. almost no advertising. Um, granted, they said it a week out, mm-hmm. but that really doesn't feel like enough. For me, this was one of the matches I wanted to see the instant I heard that he was coming to the company. Shinsuke Nakamura versus John Cena. I was so excited about the prospect of those two having a match. For me, that's a WrestleMania match. Yeah, that's a headline of pay-per-view. It's one of the big four. Their first match against each other was on free television on SmackDown. Not even like a Saturday night main event or anything. <laughs> not not even on this Tuesday in Texas or whatever. Um, it's it's It was on SmackDown. It was a free match, and it ended cleanly. 
Like, I can't believe they gave away that match like that. Yeah, there was no Baron Corbin to run it. Because I thought I predicted that he yeah. was going to, like, interfere at the beginning of the match and then insert himself or whatever else. Now, he did show up at the end of the match, but. He's going to insert himself? No. He did Without it. any kind of warning? That suitcase, man. <laughs> That's just rude. Is what yeah. that is. It's oddly shaped now. Oh, God. His phallic suitcase. Oh, stop it. Um, did everybody see the match? Or at least highlights from it or something. The highlights. Okay. I, I'm, yeah. I'm one of those fire stick people, and all the streams that I was watching just died right when that match started. I understand. It was a good match. <laughs> it was a good match. Near the end of the match, though, oh, uh, Shinsuke goes for his uh, reverse uh, exploder or T-bone suplex or whatever it is uh-huh. and dumps John Cena right on top of his head. Now, I'm not sure whose fault this was. I don't know if it was just a miscommunication. Sure. I'm not sure if Shinsuke messed up. I'm not sure if Cena messed up. It kind of looked like Cena didn't put any effort into the jumping backwards. Uh, Which, I don't know. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. But it didn't look like he... Because we've seen... The man can jump. Sure. Yeah, he is surprisingly agile for a guy his size. So it seemed weird to me that he couldn't get up and over like that. But he landed right on top of his head. And immediately you could tell that that... That rocked him a bit. Yeah, and, and and usually with the ref's reaction, you in certain matches you can tell when a guy is more hurt than, than yeah. just plain hurt. Because I know they always check up on him. He'll usually like checking the squeeze hands, the hand, squeeze yeah. the hands. Yep. Yeah, and the ref dove right in after that move because he <laughs> saw how he landed. And Cena gets up and he's going to eat the Kinshasa because Shinsuke ends up winning one two three. But even when he stood up for the Kinshasa, you could tell he was kind of like tucking in his head and he yeah. was. He didn't want to really move much, and uh, after it was over, you could clearly see the concern on the ref's face, on Shinsuke's face. Yeah. He fell to the ground and then kind of tried to sneakily wiggle his way towards Cena so that he could see if he was all right. <laughs> yeah, he, he's like, eh, 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 eh. hey, John, hey, hey, and John's over here like wiggling his fingers to make sure he can still feel things. Well, that's one of the upsides to having, uh, I'm, I'm just going to s- assume, a 20-plus inch neck. Yeah. He's fine. I mean, maybe. <laughs> He's Did, fine. He has a history of that kind of injury at this sure. point, so that's okay. that's the dangerous thing. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping it's nothing more than just a, you know, he got knocked stupid Little for stinger. a minute. Yeah. I'm hoping, because that would be a, a nightmare situation for them to lose him again just when he's coming back. Um, granted, they have other people now, but their ratings were down, and they thought the, secu- the solution to that was John Cena needs to be back on TV. And lo and behold, ta-da. Um, in the only match he got to have when he came back, well, the Shinsuke match, but before that was a stupid flag match against mm. Rusev, which, by the way, could there be a more boring prospect than Rusev and Randy Orton? Oh, that's a fast-forward button in the well, pay-per-view. That's, I'm, no. I'm guessing it, most of us would prefer it to the great Kali. Yes. Who is he done, by the way? Done. Pro- no, I... I, I, I I, I'm I'm seeing a stable forming, yeah, because they want that India presence so yeah. bad, and they're rubbing it in the you know in the American audience's face. I did see that graphic last night that over a hundred million people in India watched last week. We don't care. Yeah. Well, it's we, easy when there's a billion of them. We don't care. <laughs> like if you're gonna do that in India, yeah, do do that over there for them. You don't yeah. have to do this here. If nothing else, it's like they have a new show. I'm, I'm wondering, are they getting things we're not? Because well, mm-hmm. then I feel gypped. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, what the hell? Why do we have to deal with gender misnews? <laughs> <laughs> he is the new bathroom break. I mean, he, it's it's not even debatable. I he, do not care when he's on camera. I don't promo. care when he talks. Um, and, and dude needs to hit the squat rack. Just he's, saying. He is not. Like, I'm try- I was trying to give this guy a shot. You know, it was very reminiscent of early JBL to me. But he's just oh. not... He's just not working for me, like at least for me. And I'm, I could be wrong. I'd be in the minority on this. Other people watching may love him as a bad guy. They may think sure. he's a great bad guy. Not working for me. 
Uh, I am interested to see what happens now, though, with Shinsuke and gender because does Shinsuke win? I mean, it's a weird thing. Like, if it was John Cena, I'd be, you know, it could go we, either way and you wouldn't really coming. be surprised. But with Shinsuke, and then you've got the Baron Corbin thing, he's still got that lingering yeah. feud with Corbin. So my thought process is, does Shinsuke win and then Corbin cashes in on him immediately? Well, I wonder because you know because after the match last night with Corbin came down and then I think him and Cena eventually got into it. Yeah, that uh, that's probably that's a SummerSlam match right there. Yeah, um, provided I, John's okay. And so does that mean you know he's there? And then does that mean does he try to insert him like get himself into the match or is he wait for the winner? Because SummerSlam has had a history of Money in the Bank winners mm-hmm. at you know cashing in at that event. We've you know, Randy Orton on, on Daniel Bryan. We we've had it with uh, Del Rio on CM Punk. I didn't remember that one. Oh, that was, was it last year? No, that wasn't summer. Was that SummerSlam no. or maybe that maybe it was after SummerSlam with the uh, with Diesel coming down or Kevin Nash? Maybe that wasn't a SummerSlam. Oh, I remember that. But that was- well, either way, I, you, you could have told me it was whenever. I wouldn't remember. <laughs> Del- I was never interested in Del Rio, and that's not going to change. <laughs> I I don't. I've never found him interesting. Not his character. Not his matches. Nothing. Yeah. The most interesting part of him and his whole act was Del Rio, <laughs> and they got rid of him. Yeah. So yeah. what did I care? Well, Spanish now they get rid of both out. of them. Yeah. So, so but these two at, at SummerSlam, if it's a one-on-one, I, I, I would probably say Shinsuke. I mean, do you, but do you, do you, you know, do you discount the you know, what they put into um, you know gender so far, or do you? Do you well, know? I mean, it does just depends. Do they do they think maybe they're are they going back and thinking the gender thing's not working? And so we try we try Shinsuke. They give it another screwy finish. The Singh brothers Drag interfere, and yeah. Yeah. And get more anger at him. I could see that. You don't want to call it heat. Because people like Shinsuke. He's yeah. very popular. Yes, yes. Yeah. Despite, I, has he spoke? Yeah. He's been, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, he spoke. Yeah. Not a ton, but Dolph he has spoken. Those yeah. awful promos on him. And he, <sighs> oh, yeah. my God. Don't remind me. It was not yeah. great. It's sad when the guy who doesn't speak English did a better job than you. Yeah. The um, But it's... Yeah. it's <laughs> so anyway, SummerSlam is shaping up a bit. And uh, we... You know the, those matches. We're going to get into those later on uh, when they start. When we get a full card. We're actually, of course, going to do our predictions. But we're also going to do some other things. We also uh, working on a video that we may feature a previous rock girl in, and uh, some other things. So please let us uh, know if who you think is going to win these things because I'd like to make you guys do the stupid <laughs> promo for once. Have a have a listener just call in and, and do the promo. Right. Yeah, that would work. I'm sure. Beautifully. Uh, they're always available. Always. All the time. In fact, we're going to make we're going to need you to do it at 3 a.m. on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, it's when the studio's clear. Yeah, sorry. That's the only time we can do it. Um, but the big thing we wanted to talk about this week mm. is the way we, we've brought up this up before. But we never yeah. got into it. The Mount Rushmore of wrestling. We know everybody does it. It's it's that season because baseball is super exciting. Yeah, uh, it's the best. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, we're going to steal from all the sports talk things and, and yeah. do the four most important people. Like Mount Rushmore is the four, you could say, best presidents we've had. I mean, obviously, they haven't made an addition to it. I mean, your your opinion, over obviously. 60, you know, you know, founding father type things. Yeah. So the, the four on it are George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, and Teddy Roosevelt. Now, oh, Teddy yeah. Roosevelt's only like 120 years ago, or, or less than that, 110. That um, all, okay. So that means nothing important has happened since then. So you have to keep that in mind when selecting your four most important people. Okay, well, cut off the, at the year, the, the, in, in the scale of wrestling, you're cut off at the year 2000. Okay, well, no, fair you're enough. Not, you're not at all. <laughs> the year 2000, oh God. Um, let's see, it's all going to be Lou Gotch. Uh, right, <laughs> yeah, dudes that you've uh, never actually seen. Or no, Luthez, I'm sorry. I None of them. I got that wrong. I, I Somebody out there's mad, trust I me. I know. I was going to let it Somebody's go. Somebody's mad. Uh, who wants to go first? 
Want me to go? Sure, why not? Yeah, right, you go, right. ahead. go ahead. All right, I put a I put no thought into this whatsoever. None? Um, not a bit? So I'm going to draw parallels. Uh, okay. George Washington. He's, oh. he's the first one I'm going to draw a parallel to. Right. Uh, he was selected to lead the Continental Army based on his actions as the hero at the Battle of Monongahela. We all know this. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he had the experience of battle, and he knew... He knew when he was beaten, he knew when to retreat. Does this sound like anyone else we know? Maybe somebody who worked in a, a similar territory up in the Northeast and worked very hard at acquiring all the best talent around him for his little upstart army. And then Stuart Smalley. So that he could scrounge up in this great land of ours. No, I, I mean, it does. Yes, my friends. Vince McMahon is going on the mount. All right. Wow. All right. Vin, Vince goes on my Mount Rushmore, even though I don't want him there. I don't. Out of respect. The McMahon's taking away screen time from deserving talent is a long-standing tradition in the E. <laughs> True. And basically, since Mr. McMahon feuded with Stone Cold Steve Austin and was the best heel ever, he was. You can talk about your oh, lifelong heels. Oh, like, yeah. You can talk about your million-dollar mans and your Rick Rudes and your Kevin Owens, but nobody, no, their entire careers weren't as important as Vince in 1998. Yeah, hundred percent. You wanted to see him get it. Yeah, every that, week. That, that was you know that you and look forward he, to that. He showed up in the singlet. And it was like, oh sh. You were like, why is this man huge? Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> He's bigger than Stone Cold. Yeah. Yeah. He should get it on size alone. Yeah. So Vince is my George Washington. Okay. All right. That's a jacked Washington. Wow. The, the next guy. Uh, on the round Rushmore is is the contemporary of George Washington. That would be Thomas Jefferson, author of the Declaration of Independence. Purchaser of the Louisiana Purchase, alleged illegitimate father to many. <laughs> wow. So there's a lot of wheels that are turning right now. Yeah. Okay, but perhaps most impressive, and what a lot of people don't know, is Thomas Jefferson invented mac and cheese. I oh, did not know that. Didn't know that. And what is the wrestling equivalent to mac and cheese? Uh, well, there was head cheese with Al Snow and Steve oh Blackman. God. Um, mm-hmm. If it's one of them, I'm leaving. You're wrong. Okay. <laughs> Sean, any, any any wrestling equivalents to macaroni and cheese as a meal? Macaroni and cheese. I mean, is it like a tag team of some Wrong! Sort? It's oh. money in the bank ladder match. Oh, oh, okay. All right. It's always good. And as an adult, you only get it once a year. Okay. That's, yeah. the, that's the law. And in the money in the bank ladder match was invented by the goat. Oh. Uh, the curator of the list. The man of a thousand and four holds the Ayatollah of rock and roller. Captain Spectacular himself, Y2J, Chris Jericho, okay, is yeah. my second entry. Good, I like that. Yeah. Main eventer for three decades, and because yeah. of the breaks he takes on tour with Fozzie, he's able to stay on top. He's lightning on the microphone, always has been, and can be forever. And one of only a handful of people to be a star in all three of the big three American federations. We're not counting TNA. <laughs> no, he no. said big three. <laughs> WWE, WCW, ECW, so Chris Jericho definitely deserves a spot. Now, I have to be very careful when drawing comparisons to the third president on Route Rushmore, Abraham Lincoln. Okay. Yes, the great emancipator himself. The man had legs for days. He and did. it's known by historians he was always tearing one of his quads. So he could go Kevin Nash or Triple H here. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but was more known for his beard and hat. Okay. So who is known for their beard and hat besides Jinder Mahal? Their beard and their hat. Bray it doesn't Wyatt? have to be a hat hat. Yeah, I was going to say Bray Wyatt is all I think of. <laughs> Psych, no. It is Hulk Hogan, right? No. I'm not about to say that a man whose entire professional existence has been wiped from history because of his use of a certain word <laughs> on tape and Lincoln are anywhere close to the same. Okay, fair so enough. So let's just say he was above that sort of behavior, Lincoln. Okay. So that means I'm going with the next best thing to Hulk Hogan. The Scotty Pippen to his Jordan, the Gronk uh, to his Brady, Brutus the Barber, Beefcake, Ed Leslie. Wait. No. Psych again. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to be mad as hell. Randy Savage, y'all. Of yeah. course. Savage. Ooh, yeah. Dude could talk. 
scripted every match to an annoying degree. He introduced all of us and our diets to Slim Jims. Mm-hmm. Hogan we- never made me eat anything, by the way. He oh, never made you take a vitamin? Just saying, no, no, he never made me. Though if we go back, I'm sure he really wanted us to eat white rice, Wonder Bread, and cauliflower. Think about it. <laughs> he also brought us Miss Elizabeth. I uh-huh. mean, Randy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Savage gave us Bonesaw and Spider-Man. Yeah, you Great got character. to get you for three minutes. <laughs> so, so Randy Savage is my third entry, um, and that brings me finally to Teddy Roosevelt. Okay. The hardcorest president in our history since Andrew Jackson. Okay. Teddy was so badass, they were still handing out awards to his badassness 100 years after he was president. Look it up. That's pretty amazing. In 1898, he led his band of Rough Riders, not to be confused with the two Canadian Football League teams of the same name, (laughs) up Kettle Hill in the decisive battle for Cuban independence. And in 2001, he got the freaking Medal of Honor for that. He started the Panama Canal, which to me is so much more than just bridging the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans, you guys. I mean, that is literally what it is, but it's metaphoric, man. Okay. Like passing the torch from one generation to the next, but going down and getting your hands dirty with the kids and building them up. Now, this could be a lot of people. Mm -hmm. It could be Ric Flair. It could be Dusty Rhodes. It could be Hulk again. It could be The Rock, (laughs) who was the youngest intercontinental champ his first time with it, much like Roosevelt was the youngest president at that time. But I'm going the other way. Okay. Focusing more on deeds than circumstances. And for that reason, my fourth from Mount Rushmore, for your consideration, gentlemen, is Terry Funk. Wow. He came up to Philly and got his hands dirty to get ECW on the map. He built Tommy Dreamer. He helped Mick Foley become the real Cactus Jack, by far the best Foley that there is. Yes. Uh, And he had one of the bloodiest matches that I struggle to watch to this day with Sabu in a barbed wire ropes match. Their hair gets stuck together in the barbs and it's like ripping Sabu's arm open. And it's just, it's horrible. And he's still doing it. (laughs) He is. Okay. His wiki says he retired on September 17th, 2016, but we all know better. He has retired more times than I've said FM 99 rocks or this sucks in my entire life. So for my argument, he's still going. Remember when ECW's first pay-per-view, Barely Legal, was about to be a thing and they kept pointing out what a big deal it was that 53-year-old Terry Funk was in the main event? That was 23 years. That was 20 years ago. He's 73 and he's still going. He started in 1965. My mom was two. Wow. So that's my route, Rushmore. Vince, Jericho, Savage, and Funk. It's weird and leaving off incredibly important people like The Undertaker, Hogan, Austin, and Dusty, which is probably who I would have took if I took it seriously. So that's my four. Yeah, but the you there's a Is lot that, of work in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I scribbled mine down right before we started. I wasn't aware we were entering, like, we were having to give you thesis papers hey, man. about our choices. It's, I mean, I mean, it's impressive. I mean, if, if there was a speech class, uh, you, you, you would get a flying A right now. A flying A. <laughs> a fly, Thank you, uh, better than an A+. Plus. Better than and an I, A+. Plus. I earned that. I you did that. earn that. <laughs> Go ahead and give yourself the old Barry Horowitz, because yeah. you deserve it. And on the front. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Horowitz almost made it. Yeah, just because you got you got to have somebody like that. Yeah, I uh, I actually like yours more than mine because of the reasons you <laughs> named. Like they're great logical reasons for comparing them. Me, my stupid list was just like, well, I should pick everybody from like one generation. That's 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 fine. That's, that's a solid like helped helped move wrestling. There's forward. no wrong answers here. I feel like there Except is. Except for Dave's. Yeah, he yeah. he yeah. said joint <laughs> somewhere along there. And that's that's why, that's why I'm going last, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, mine's uh, my. I don't have nearly as much pomp and circumstance, but uh, oh, okay, I do. I have <laughs> literal pomp and circumstance. That's the wrong song. Um, <laughs> That's true. Anyways, uh, first and foremost, I went with Bruno San Martino. 
because I mean he carried the WWWF, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean he was the guy who carried that for decades. I oh, mean totally. there was nobody else. Sold out the garden for years. Hundred percent. It was yeah. the house that at that time that yeah. Bruno built. I mean there was. Nobody else that could touch him. What, for, for about 15 years or so? I mean, I know he took some time off in between yeah, reigns, but yeah. it's amazing that he's the dude the, had... He's the guy whose title reign will never be eclipsed. Yeah. It's just not going to happen, no. ever, ever. Uh, shoot, people's careers don't last as long as his title reigns at this point. No. Uh, after that, I do have the man whose whole career was blotted out by the use of a certain <laughs> word, <laughs> Hulk Hogan. It happens. Simply because, again, once, once you went from Bruno San Martino, you move forward in time... Hogan was the next guy to take take wrestling on his back and really carry it into the next era. And, I mean, it exploded at that well, time. He became a mainstream star, which is not 100%. easy to do in the business. Right. He was the first one to really do it. Especially with that hairline. Yeah. 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 And he had it since he was like 20. <laughs> yeah. Like this. Yeah. It's, it's awful. And, but he made, and he wasn't even a good actor. <laughs> and he still was in all sorts of shows You and take it back. He was amazing as Thunderlips, just part of I the mean, act, brother. But, 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 act, brother. It, but it was the charisma. I mean, you know, like Savage, yeah. Savage had the, the one of that. But, you know, he, he made up the other end of it with the promos, you know, the matches when he would hulk up and stuff. And Amazing voice. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, he, and he got into it. I mean. He's the reason I'm here. Yeah. Not that he's my father, but I would not have started watching if he wasn't the all-American hero at the age of three that I was watching. Right. You know, yeah. I, when I was younger, I, I mean, he was not one of my favorites, but I but I understood. You know, he was the guy. I mean, as as a, as a kid, it's like, oh, I thought, yeah, I, th- I figured the bad guys would get him or whatever. And then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, he wins. But but you know, looking back, like I get it, and it's fun to go on the network. You watch the old Saturday Night Main events and stuff, and how hype the crowd was into his matches, which is incredible. Yeah. And, and of course, the Andre matches off is is good as well. You can go back and well, the Andre match I have mixed feelings on, and I have actually <laughs> have a very unpopular opinion with with Andre the Giant, but that he wasn't that good. And you, um, but, but you take so Hogan. Agile. You can see Hogan matches that you've never really seen. There's one of him, and I think the Great Muda in Japan, mm-hmm. where you are watching Hogan wrestle. Yeah. That dude could wrestle. His Stan Hansen Japan match. Yeah. He's outstanding. Because it wasn't WWE style. It's just not what was popular here in America. And it yeah. still isn't to this day. Like it's, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are large sections of our community that watch it now thanks to the internet, but it is still not the, by and large, popular system here in America. Um, but Hogan just, he really, no, nobody else at that time, again, could carry the rest. Could carry yeah. wrestling as a, as an industry like he did. And sometimes I think his opponents helped. I mean, hundred percent. He had the right. He had guys. the right guys, and that that's part of that's key. That's, that's what part worked of out it. with Savage because Savage, Savage carried all his matches. Watch WrestleMania Five, that main event. He carries that match. I mean, he had Savage. He had Flair. He had DiBiase. He had King Kong Bundy. He had. I mean, he had guys to work with that were great bad guys. Yeah, you know. Um, so. Moving on from him to the next star of a next generation, and I, I, I didn't. Hogan kind of bridged the gap between mainstream and wrestling, so I yeah. didn't want to go another one because The Rock was the next easy choice. Because look at look at the star he's become, right? Yeah. But but he was only around for he was only like full time for like five years. I went I went for another guy who Six, was seven, who was in eight. all three companies, right? Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin mm-hmm. because he broke all sorts of records Absolutely. at that point. He still holds a bunch of them. And I mean, you know, there was there was no guy hotter in 1998, no sir, than Stone Cold Steve Austin. He saved. I mean, there's a couple other people involved, but I think he saved the WWE again. It was the people around him yeah, that helped it, helped helped mm-hmm. put him in that position to do that. Before the Mr. McMahon character, his match with Bret Hart at WrestleMania, Amazing. it was is is one of the best matches. Definitely in the top ten of WrestleMania matches. It, it, it is well done. And just at the time, the double switch, which is not easy to pull off, right, worked. 
Yeah. And what's crazy is um, this is going back to the, do- the the video game from two years ago when they did the Stone Cold Showcase. No. He lost all the time. All he the time. He lost all his yeah. big matches. And somehow remained the hottest yeah. guy in the company. And the act is because you just that you believed him. Yeah. You believed that he was this ass kicker that yeah. he presented himself I, as. I, I remember arguing, no, he totally kicked Goldberg's ass. Yeah. Not a chance. Yeah. <laughs> in I, a real fight? No way. I but, remember when they when they brought in Mike Tyson for yeah. his match with Shawn Michaels, and they got into the shoving match, and it got all great, and it looked real, right? Yeah. I was like, oh my god, I was so hyped, and my dad was like, Mike Tyson would kill him if this was yeah. a fight. And I was like, no, no. You don't Stone, know. You don't know who Stone Cold Steve Austin. Dude, he'd, he'd drop all, you know, Mike Tyson <laughs> wouldn't see it coming. No, Mike Tyson would have murdered Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> in about three seconds. But it didn't matter That's not because the important part. <laughs> you believed it. Yeah. And still to this day, I do, even though I know better. When he goes, when if I watch something with Stone Cold Steve Austin, even as a 50-year-old man, I'm still convinced he could kick most people's asses. <laughs> but again, Stone Cold Steve Austin, he, he just what a what a guy, what a, what a star for that time that took the business to an unparalleled height at that point. And the next guy I'm going to choose, again, the next guy who really carried the company on his back for 10-plus years and has really... Mm-hmm. I mean, it does not get the credit he deserves as far as uh, wrestling ability and and all the work he's done. John Cena. Can't argue with it. The dude has had more five-star matches as a main eventer than anybody else. There was a time... In the WWF, I'm going to say WWF. Where the matches I think weren't as good, but I th- right, I think correct. That, but 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 it's like something changed, and, and that was and he want to say like improved because he was already on top, but to change his game. I want to say when he started, when he had those WrestleMania matches, when he had him with Shawn Michaels, and he had him with Triple H, was where he really started kicking off, and it was like from then on he started really becoming a guy whose matches were were uh, in the upper echelon. Like these, yeah. this guy can actually wrestle, and again, it's the people around him that help make him that way. The CM Punk matches were, were great. The Daniel Amazing. Bryan match at SummerSlam, and people want to point to CM Punk and Daniel Bryan and say it was on them. Dude, the other guy has to carry <laughs> yeah. the water too. No. You're not going to get a five star match out of a great guy and a, and a uh, guy. You're going to get a three star match. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have to both be carrying your weight in the match. The triple threat match versus Brock and, and Seth Rollins. Yeah, uh, it was was one of his like it was like wow it was just it was tremendous. It may have been the most perfectly booked triple threat match I've ever seen. Yeah. I thought that match was amazing. I'm about to go back. Yeah, it was. Dude, <laughs> I it I know was this one. so good. It was from the Royal Rumble. It was it's, so it's, good. Brock was champion the first time. Okay, or I should say the first time, but the first time since his comeback. Right, right. right. But it was such a good, such a good match. Yeah. And he's just had these matches that, I mean, with guys that I never expected that I'd be like, it was a good match. Like, he had, I mean, Rusev, his match with Rusev. Not that I knocked Rusev at the time, but those two had good matches. His match with uh, Umaga, you know, maybe rest in peace. His <laughs> match, match with Umaga, great and a and violent match. Yeah, I mean, that's when they still had blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just, I mean, you took names that I didn't think you'd get good matches out of, and this guy had good matches with them. And again, he carried the company. He's done more with the Make-A-Wish than anybody ever yeah. in any business. Yeah, yeah, Nobody's he, stopping that. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, has the record. Yeah, yeah, and he's still going. And I mean, yeah, we're seeing his career kind of wind down. And he's in the twilight here. He just put over Shinsuke clean on SmackDown. Yeah, uh, you know, and so people want to say all the time he buries people. He buries people. He was the guy. He was the guy. You know, and that's just the way it goes. Uh, you know, and some guys have like like some sins that are, that are in this because like Steve Austin always bothered me when they bought him the Big Show at the time, and he right. lost like in this first match. Like, what right. are you doing? And Cena's got the sins of uh, 
of uh, you know, Wade Barrett's group, the uh, right, the Nexus. The Nexus. And, and stuff. But that's not him. That's the booking. Now he did have some fault in that match that he later kind of regretted when he when he took the moves on the outside and then and then he took the uh, right the, you know, Justin Gabriel's finisher and then kicked out of that. He even I think Edge is the one who talks about there was a Survivor Series match they were in and I can't remember the exact way it's laid. It might even have been that the the Nexus that was and, SummerSlam, yeah. yeah. And uh, was it not a Survivor Series? No, it's a SummerSlam okay. elimination match. Okay, they, sure. Um, but anyways, they did that and Cena, like you said, regretted later on. He he said that they that Jericho and I think Edge were the ones saying it should yeah. go a different way and he didn't listen. And later on, he was like, "I'm sorry, you're right." He goes, "That was that was the wrong call," and you know. So I mean, the guy, while yes, he may have an, he, we don't know. We none of us know the guy. Right. Maybe he has an ego backstage. Maybe he pulls more than he should sometimes on things. But clearly, he's capable of acknowledging when he was wrong too. Yeah, well, you ask know? Alex Riley about the other thing. Well, who yeah. cares about Alex Riley? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I haven't cared about Alex Riley since he debuted. And and, and I thought speaking of Alex, but I thought the match with Miz at WrestleMania was good too. Now I thought it didn't help that Miz got concussed in the match when they had the move on the uh, on the outside. But uh, but I thought you know it just it, the Rock match was great. The Rock match was good. Uh, the first I, one. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree on the Miz one. I thought that one was pretty bad. But I think that was it was more of an angle than the match. Yeah, too. that's I think that was the problem, and the angle wasn't all that exciting. You know, because we knew we were pretty much waiting for it to get to the point that it yeah. did. But either way, so that's my four: San Martino, Hogan, Austin, Cena. Can't so go wrong there. And a thank you for having discussion points, guys, because I didn't write crap. <laughs> All right, so I have my list right here. You got to get out of here, Dave. <laughs> Dave. You're not allowed to copy. Well, okay, so <laughs> I, I I wrote this list as as the intern is in here. Can agree. Shelby. Hi, Shelby. I I, I I hello. I wrote this list in my office. <laughs> And then as you're running through the list, yeah. Sean, I, I, I swear, because you wrote yours, I had this before I came in. The only name I had on the list that if there was like a smaller like an honorable f- mention fifth maybe. head, w- fifth w- head. <laughs> <laughs> would be Ric Flair. But other than that, as I, long I, as it cries I, 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 I agree with the four that are on there. And and so, yeah, so so we copied. So if you want me to show my work, I'll just draw a picture of myself. Like, you know, <laughs> he did. He showed his work. That is pretty funny, actually. <laughs> we went the same exact direction. I thought we'd have one or two different for Pete's sake. Uh, it's um, going to make doing a show one easy. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Well, I mean, we know for a fact that uh, I think we can all agree that we'd have to have who Sam Martino would have yeah, to be on there in some regard. With, with the history. I don't disagree with Vince McMahon, though. Right? Because the right. guy kind of revolutionized the wrestling industry. He Without him, something. a lot of these other guys wouldn't have mattered. Hogan, yeah. Austin, Cena. Well, Hogan had the AWA, though. He did. Now, but now, I, they, and they butchered that, and, and, and that left an opening for Hogan with all that momentum he had. He was just in Rocky Three, Right. You know? he, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he wasn't big there, but I don't think he ever would have achieved what he did without the McMahon machine. Because I mean, they helped push it to what it became. Yeah, you know, without without him, they he would have been big. They needed each other. Yeah, I mean, like you look at the Freebirds in Texas; they got huge. They were huge in their territory, but it never got out of that. Yeah, you know, and I'm not sure that they would have gotten out of that had the McMahon machine not gotten behind Hogan. So I, okay, so who's the first <laughs> name we put on there then? Uh, I mean, uh, would 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 we all agree that Vince belongs on there somewhere? Wow. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's. I, I mean, maybe not. If you guys don't agree, probably then, not. Just, okay, all right. Just Austin didn't need him, and, okay. and and his feud with Austin is the reason that I'm putting it there. Like Austin, you could have put somebody else in Vince's spot as an authority figure, maybe. Right, and, and seeing if it worked as well. And, and Austin, it might not have worked the same, obviously. Yeah. But it, it, 
he it, that wasn't as symbiotic as the McMahon Hogan thing. I think what worked with the McMahon thing is because you saw him on television for you know for years, mm-hmm. you know, as this guy, and I didn't know he owned the company. I thought he was an announcer, he, yeah. you know, and, until like Bret Hart made mention of it. We were sort of kind of and made that reference to it when you know Bret was uh, talking about leaving like the first time. So I had no idea, and I think that's what. I think change because you said for years, oh, he's just an announcer. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, he owns the company. He controls yeah. all this. And then, right. bam, Brett right. screwed Brett. And you got the Mr. McMahon character. And no, Brett did screw Brett. That's not the point. Um, <laughs> we're not getting into all that. I was talking about the promo. I'm just at the promo yeah. that he cut. And then you realize, oh, wow. And, you know, and, and I, I, I never even thought of Vince at that time being a heel. Right. You, you know, but then all of a sudden, because he had the whole DX thing was blowing up, you know, and Steve Austin was, was there. And then it just all. It's just weird how all those pieces came together. Before b- before we actually do name our whole list, I just want to throw this out there real quick. Steve R., who is the most active person on our page, which thank you, Steve. We <laughs> yes, love you. Thank you. We love you and we need you. Um, he, he picked uh, for his wall, too. He said, Hogan, Savage, Flair, and... Oh, wait, no. Hogan, Flair, HBK, and Scott Hall. He actually wrote five of them, and Eric corrected him. Oh, so. So little, Only he, four. He has yeah. a little, is there a little head, like a little Ric Flair head? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's it it would have been a savage going, head. Yeah, he got, he but so, the, okay, he so back to our, our list. I mean, who's the first name we put on there? I mean, Dave and I have the exact it's same actually, list, so this is going to be difficult <laughs> because you didn't have anybody we had. So we got to make sure that it's got to be a show list. It can't just be me and Dave's list. Right. Okay, well, um, then I guess we each... Well then, okay. So we each pick one to represent our own. Okay, that that's fine. For the right. three, that's fine. And then the fourth uh, will come to blows about, hopefully with fists. Okay, Dave, you <laughs> went last last time, so go first this time. All right, I, I will go with Hulk Hogan on that list. Okay, with everything that, yeah, a big part of the '80s, and that's we had the boom, the WrestleMania, Fair enough. and everything yep. else. Fair enough. Okay, I'll go ahead and go with San Martino then, because I do, okay. I do feel like the man would belong up there. Um, <sighs> make sure he's represented. So who from your list? Funk. Funk. I'm going. Funk. Hey, you know what? Uh, that's one of the that's one of those ones that I feel like people would look at and go really and then you you learn a little you know, more and you're like ah oh, that makes sense actually a little bit an entire style from him one of the unsung heroes of professional wrestling and, and, and not just because he did have the brief career in the WWF uh, in the eighties which and in the nineties mm-hmm. um, but in ECW but also a big part of the independent scene yeah, yeah. I, I think that you know we got, we got to look at that because I I saw him do independent matches in the nineties and stuff and yeah. And going all out for a show, you know, that had maybe a thousand people there. Yeah, yeah. there was you nobody know. there, and I mean, they even did a, a one spe- one night special where where Bret Hart went down and and wrestled with him for yeah. like the first time ever, and and he was handed uh, by Paul that night, Heyman, a lifetime ECW championship belt. Yeah, so he is forever <laughs> Still the champion. Yeah. yeah, so maybe he'll be the only one to break Team San Martino's record. <laughs> but um, okay, so now we need a fourth. Now we need a fourth, um, and this is where it's going to get difficult because again, we have no crossover between Dave and I and you. Right. So this is where it gets a little more difficult. Where I think we'd have to, I mean, for at least from me and Dave's list, the name I would throw out would be Austin. Yeah. Yep. That would be the name I'd throw out. Um, but I mean, from it's yours, do to, you have a? It's hard to make a case for anybody but Austin. I mean, perfectly honest. You don't think anybody on your list you could make a case for them as opposed to Austin? Not Vince over Austin, right? Not Jericho over Austin. I, I can mean, see that. Jericho's yeah. good, and right. Savage is just too similar to Hogan. I think. I think right. their, their careers were almost too parallel, even though they obviously intersected a lot. Mega right. Powers and NWO and all that good stuff. So yeah, I, I, Austin, man. So Austin, yeah. Okay, so our list is San Martino, Hogan, Austin, and Terry Funk. <laughs> That is Funk our Mount Funk just sticks out like a sore thumb, even though but I that's said okay. it. That's okay. I, you know, but I feel like when I look at the Mount Rushmore, 
I feel like Teddy Roosevelt stands out amongst the other three. Yeah. I do get that kind of vibe when I look at them. Because the other three I think of, even though Lincoln was a little later, I still think of him as kind of a founding father of the nation. He was the bridge. He was the Austin of the group. Right. And then you had... The crazy one, and also and so, influenced a little bit by funk, I would say, just with the style, with the you know the whole hundred, the brawling and yeah, the, yeah. Texas yeah. punching, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So uh, all right, so I guess that's our our, our official <laughs> Eat Sleep Podcast repeat, Mount Rushmore of wrestling. I learned something today. You did? Was it useful? Uh, most of the stuff I wrote, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> that was a really good report. Too, it was good. Like was that good. was amazing. <laughs> I could have listened to you do that for the whole show. <laughs> That was good. All right. Well, we'll do more of those later. Uh, That wraps up episode seven. I hope you've enjoyed the last 43 minutes. Uh, (laughs) Stay tuned next week where we pull a topic out of our butts because SummerSlam isn't for two weeks. Again, please go ahead and write us Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. All the things we said earlier, we'll say it again. Email ESPR at FM99.com, Facebook.com slash ESPR99 at on Twitter at ESPR 99. I think that's all the ways you can really get in touch with if effectively. I mean, you could, mm-hmm. again, the pigeon thing uh, kind of works. Yeah. Paper airplanes, Meh. smoke signals. Meh. You can do these things. We're not promising results. No. <laughs> all right. We'll see you next week. Uh, ding, ding. Bye.